And I'm here with my co-host, Kay. Hello, Hello. everyone. It's been a while, isn't it? Yeah, it's been so long. <laughs> it's so awkward doing this, actually. I know. Just, you know, I was imagining last night, hmm, things to talk about. And all I could think of was, well, I've been a bit depressed <laughs> I've been laying in my bed. And... Just like scrolling through Reddit endlessly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when, you, when you messaged me, I was like... Yeah, we'll have like a bit of a catch up and stuff. I was thinking like, oh my God, I do not have stuff to catch up about. But it feels like so much has happened in the past month. I feel like yeah. I've been on an emotional roller coaster. There's been so much that's happened. Like, um, not nothing's really happened in my private in my private life. I feel like I'm like more of like um, like a witness to life happening around me yeah. rather than actually participating in it. Yeah, because mm. for me, so <laughs> I've been working on the new moon video and yeah, i finally fun. well sort of completed that i've done my version of the edit and i've mm. actually gotten an editor to do the final version to make it funnier yeah because i had these <laughs> ideas in mind before of like i'm gonna do skits yeah. and then when it came to it i was like how do i do skits how do i <laughs> yeah. write skits i'm not funny i'm not mm. good enough and then i sunk into a depressive state for like three weeks or so yeah it you doesn't know, take much big mo- i i know and it's it's like <laughs> three week write-off just from that one thought and you know it's so annoying because mm. like i will get these thoughts and then if i don't i can't tackle them though because i like to just bully myself yeah. all the time so then like the thought will spiral into another thought and then before i know <laughs> i know it i'm in this nihilistic doesn't matter anyway we're all gonna die and then the heat death of the universe Uh so why bother doing anything just gonna sit here and watch tv (laughs) watch tv until inevitably society crumbles but you know what like anything kind of triggers it though um because it's really bad i know it just comes from this place of i'm just bullying myself because uh uh, neurotism and reasons (laughs) (laughs) deep (laughs) seated it's weird there's a part of me that's there's this part of me that's like you know what i know better than pretty much anyone else and i'm the best Uh and then there's another bigger part of me that's like but i'm also the worst in an idiot but anything triggers it though Mm. like what was so funny about that <laughs> i'm the best but also oh god i'm the but worst, I'm the worst what, yeah. why am i it, it's like simultaneously god complex and like really severe self-loathing i get what you mean it's and it just changes like at the drop of a hat and it's so hard to combat as soon as you get mm-hmm. into that spiral and anything sets it off i mean uh mr beast you know him yeah biggest content creator in the world Safe to say. PewDiePie has the most subscribers, uh-huh. but the sheer amount of views that Mr. Beast brings in, mm. like dozens of millions per video, yeah. it's incredible. He went on to Joe Rogan's podcast mm. and I was like, look, I've had me ups and downs with Joe Rogan. I'll, I'm going to listen to some of what, like what Mr. Because this is Mr. Mm. Beast on Joe Rogan. And yeah. I was listening to just it. Just see and, what they say. Well, just because um, I'd never... <clears throat> I don't know of Mr. Beast outside of a context of one of his videos. You know, and I sure. don't really watch his videos because mm. I'm just like, it, it's not for me. Yeah. So I was, interesting to, I was interested to find out what he's like as a person outside of that. Mm-hmm. And it was quite an enlightening interview, but he hyper-focused on YouTube so much. It's actually mm. like to the point that it's kind of, he can't really have that many conversations outside of YouTube. Interesting. Because you know? there was some stuff that Rogan was going on about, like about Elon Musk's Neuralink. Yeah. And, he, and to Mr. Beast's credit, he did say, I don't know about this, so I can't have an opinion, but it sounds hmm. interesting. Which, yeah. like, two is fucking 
I'm trying not to swear anymore. Ever since Cadicarus was here, you he was like... use your one swear word of the session and we're barely even a few minutes in. I've started saying flip in like in, oh my, in my new moon video. I'm there like, what the flip are you doing? <laughs> I sound like Moss from the IT crowd. The like heck? flipping hell, I've got a flipping gun. <laughs> I don't have a gun. It's a quote from a show. Um, in case like SWAT are now arriving outside. <laughs> To Mr. Beast's credit, mm. what is his real name? Just Mr. Beast, isn't it? Yeah. To Mr. Beast's credit. Um, Please, Mr. Beast is my father's name. <laughs> that he can sit there and go, I don't know about this, so I mm. don't have an opinion. Yeah. More people should do that. I know. We should normalize mm. doing that. It's okay to just not know about something or not have opinions on yeah. things. It's absolutely fine to sit on the fence. Like, not everything needs to be so extreme all the time, mm. you know, but he can't carry conversations outside of that. Do you know what? Right. Because years ago, I used to listen to Rogan on and off when he had like mm. interesting guests on. And why I stopped listening to him, it yeah. seems separate to why other people stopped listening to him, was because <laughs> one time he had um, Dan Aykroyd on, yeah. who wrote, uh, starred and wrote part of Ghostbusters. Mm. And Dan Aykroyd is like the UFOologist. I mean, he can like, he can talk about the Betty and Barney Hill case and he'll be spitting out like dates and exact times <laughs> and the time uh. zone. And like, it's it, his mind's mm. incredible. But because Rogan was someone who used to be like, oh yeah, maybe with Eddie Bravo, like maybe space is fake. Like the moon landing was fake. We're mm. talking like in there with space theories. Yeah, yeah. But then he has Dan Aykroyd on and the whole time he's got like this, and this is like his peer, his like Hollywood and comedic peer. And apparently they're friends. But mm. for me, I felt like he was being so sneery and so dismissive. Oh, and God. it was such like a 180 from the Rogan of like years. But I didn't watch him. Mm. Like, I went through this time period of maybe a year or two of yeah. like watching some of his podcasts. So mm. I don't know his early days. I don't really know what he's been up to since, you mm. know. But that just really left me a sour taste in my mouth. I was like, yeah. but why are you being like this? This When years, a few years ago, yeah. you were being like, hmm, maybe space is fake. What? Yeah. You don't get to sit there and be like. So you'll believe in like all of the like really wacky conspiracy theories, but won't entertain the idea of like aliens being Well, real. that's why I made a, I think <laughs> that is why I made a video a few years ago about Joe Rogan being a paid for by NASA shill. And it was a joke <laughs> video. It was like in the yeah. kind of style of like an ancient aliens mm. type thing. Yeah. But part of me is kind of like, what if someone, he's got the biggest podcast in the world. What if someone that has given him like a million quid, just like shut up about the aliens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know maybe. I mean? We don't know these things. <laughs> it's just interesting to speculate. Just, just tell them that aliens are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny though, cause in the Mr. Beast interview, yeah. I don't know why this has turned into me doing a bit of like slander <laughs> on Joe Rogan. I'm sorry, Joe, please don't beat me up. He's stronger than me. <laughs> He's, he's so strong. He could knock me. No, have you, have you, you seen could him? take him. No, have you seen him kick stuff? He no, comes near me kicking. I'm going to be flying. <laughs> I feel like it's so easy to disrupt a kick, though. <laughs> Whilst he's on one like, Yeah, on one you leg, would just, just kick quickly... him in the other shin, wouldn't you? No, we don't condone violence on this podcast. We, Joe Rogan, please don't come for us. Yeah. We're not getting going to get into fisticuffs. Um, but he... Inviting him for a battle. <laughs> I know. Boxing match with Joe Rogan <laughs> when? Let's do an MMA fight. It'll be oh huge. Oh my God, yeah. We can get onto that. I watched the YouTube boxing fight. I've got some thoughts on that. Oh my um, God. I know, I'm so over it. But he said to Mr. Beast and he puts on this voice when he wants to impress people. Mm. And I've heard him say this a few times before. He said, you know, this uh, writer from the 60s once said that humans are the sex organs of the machine world. And his voice went like that to sound impressive. And then Mr. Beast just went... 
what was that me <laughs> yeah what? <laughs> like, over completely. and i'm just like jarrah i've not listened to you in a few years yeah why are you repeating stuff you were saying like five years ago he's Stop obviously run out of content <laughs> at this point please read a new book joe just read a different book on like brain science or whatever <laughs> to be fair after like a good few years you would just be like right i'm i'm i've like run out of things to talk about i'm just gonna start repeating all the things that i've already spoken about i'm choking Are on you pep- i'm choking on my peppermint tea i got too overexcited then. <laughs> i completely forgot the reason why we just started talking about joe rogan no that's why because mr beast was on and just the way the guy this is, is a mess. i know <laughs> this is such a mess it's all connected it just went yeah. a bit off on a tangent for a second but we're going somewhere yes mr beast hyper fixated on youtube to the point that he is the biggest content creator in the world he gets like hundreds mm-hmm. or sometimes hundreds of millions of views yeah um squid game cost him like five million dollars to produce it cost him and his company five million dollars to produce their version of squid game because yeah. they have the sets and whatever uh-huh um at first i was like this is amazing and it's actually really inspiring to hear him go on he's got such a love for the platform and mm. then the thoughts creep in of like i don't have this same love for like what oh, i Jesus. do with, i don't have the same passion yeah. i like what's the point of me trying in anything mm. when i would never get a tenth of mr beast's success <laughs> oh my God. and then i was like right that's it i'm just gonna sit around and mope for two days <laughs> yeah. end of run yeah i think that's really healthy um <laughs> <laughs> i think that's exactly the way that you should be going about things I must add for like some audience members, because yeah. I've seen some people like ask this before. Yes, I do have a therapist. I do go to therapy. <laughs> I just use it as a, I use it as an excuse to just rant about other people for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, right, so what's pissing me off? It's just me slagging people <laughs> off. At the end of the session, they're like, yeah, we haven't actually spoken about you at all. I don't even it's know who Mr. Beast me. is. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm being very flippant, but these feelings are really real. So like the new moon video when doing the script of that, Mm. it took so long compared to the other ones because I kind of soldiered through a few of them. Like the Fifty Shades of Grey one was pretty dire because it was just so diabolically boring and so just bad. But Mm. the new moon one kept taking me ages to do because I'd sit there and I'd be like, right, read this bit, write a joke or whatever. And I'd be hit with this overwhelming feeling of why bother why are you doing this like what gives you the right mm. to sit there and make fun of someone else's work when you've mm. not done anything productive of your life who do you think even though like realistically and logically mm. i know that there's many things about twilight that bad and probably should be discussed yeah it influenced a whole generation mm. of teenagers who internalized some of the bad messages yeah of, like you know red flags and relationships mm. and toxic traits you're doing whatever. the lord's work yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah. But in those moments, it's like, who the hell are you? Who the flip are you yeah. to be doing that? Who do you think <laughs> you are? This is an entertaining for anyone either. You're boring. <laughs> oh my God. I know. When I started to think that I'm boring, <laughs> boring. That's, it. that's the end of the world. I'm yeah. like, no, I'm boring. My worst fear, my biggest fear, being boring. Yeah, oh. that is actually a pretty big fear. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Especially when... I see, I'm going to cross, come across a really um, evil here. I just spent like 10 minutes slagging off Joe Rogan. Yeah, great. But when you do see people around and you overhear people having like their like conversations and stuff, I do just think, oh my God, you're such a non-player character. Like what? This is such NPC dialogue. Like if I go up to you, are you going to give me a side quest? Like, (laughs) Like what is this? So I think like my life's goal is to just make sure that I'm not like an NPC see you know i need to <laughs> you gotta have main character energy yeah 
I'm glad that you get it. Yeah, definitely. Because it's a real fear that I'm not mm. entertaining. And I'm not, but there's such an emotional disconnect between when I'm having those spiraling thoughts and I am being flippant, but they are yeah. quite um, debilitating mm. when they happen because it's a hop, skip and a jump for me to go from, oh, I feel a bit like shit about myself today yeah. to then be like, there's no point to this existence. Why was I born? It's really easy yeah. for me to just like go down that slide mm. of depressive nihilistic thinking. Yeah, yeah. You know? Once you get one thought going... Mm. that's it mm. that's enough to tumble all the way down mm. yeah but it's funny though because i finished the script mm. i filmed it yeah like at some ridiculous hour of the night mm. i filmed it and i do remember thinking at some point <laughs> we've oh, got a laugh God. track now do we actually <laughs> yeah. oh amazing invite them in i need the, they can be my emotional support people emotional that? support audience <laughs> Yeah, it's because they heard us. Yeah. It's well funny, mate. <laughs> They're hilarious in there. <laughs> too nihilist, too depressed Our nihilist. Egos. What do two, you mean, two, our egos? Two seconds ago, boring, not funny. <laughs> now, those people outside are laughing at us. That perfectly like exemplifies my point, though, of how yeah. quickly it flips. Delusional. Because there, there were points like during the film of it where I was just like, what am I doing? What, like what mm. am I doing? Why am I doing this? I'm not funny. I'm just, I should just yeah. go and live in a bin for the rest <laughs> of my life. I get like that. I'm just gonna go live yeah. in the alleyway outside my house. Mm. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Like a stray cat. Yeah. Why is <laughs> that the logical next why. step? Um, but then there was enough time between the editing, the filming, mm. and then the editing. Enough time that I'd forgotten some of the stuff that I'd spoken about outside the script yeah. or whatever. Because I'll write my script for these videos, but then I'll improv like some bits, sure. like quite clearly, yeah. and I'll make myself laugh or whatever. And I'm editing it, and I'm like, oh god, actually, I'm quite entertained. This is funny <laughs> for me to watch, and I don't yeah. know if that's narcissistic or not. I don't know no, if that's I don't think naughty so. to be like, oh, I'm well funny in this little bit. I think everyone thinks they're funny. What about? Do you reckon the NPCs do? Because yeah, do, does anyone actually think they're boring? Like objectively boring people, do they know and that they're boring? I don't know. That's really difficult. I would love to get one here just to pick their brain a little bit. How are we gonna find one? Just pick one off the street. <laughs> yeah. Off the bus. Next time you overhear one of these bus conversations of people talking about like their dinner. Yeah. Saying that though, I was talking to you about my dinner last night. Is that boring? That, no, that was entertaining for me. What should I tell people about? Yeah, that? I think we. Sh I think everyone needs to know about it. For okay, sure. I made a yeah. lasagna. Vegan, obviously. I made a lasagna last night. Woo! Thank you, thank you, thank you, fans. Thank you very much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because so two nights ago, I read a book called Never Let Me Go by Kazuo Ishiguro, and if you know, you know. And it spiraled me. And then mm. the next day, I went to bed crying. And then the next day, I like I haven't cried like that over some piece of fiction yeah. in so long. And it was kind of like childish mm. crying. Because I'm not like an ugly crier. My boyfriend will attest to Are that. Are you not? No, he says I'm a very pretty crier. And oh. like I don't make like gross faces. I don't snort. I'm just like... Just like you know, a tear like, rolling down. Yeah. yeah. But you know like when you're a little kid and you're crying about something. Yeah. And you almost can't like breathe. It, um, it's not like... It's yeah. not like really... but. Because you're trying to hold it in, mm. and then you're like, I can't breathe. My nose yeah. isn't working properly. Mm. <laughs> I was doing a lot of that all day, and I kept like having these like. I was talking to him, and then I'd start tearing up. Mm. And he was being—he's nice to me all the time, anyway. He's very nice. He's a great person. Yeah. But he was being like so extra nice. He didn't make me feel stupid or mm. silly or invalidated that I was having these crying fits over this book. That if you've read it, then you'll probably understand. And I just did a video like that I'm going to put on my third chat. That's something I need to say. Oh, yeah. I need to say. I have a third channel. <laughs> the it's channels called, are multiplying. It's called Too Easy, Too Furious. 
There's another YouTuber who has that too. Their name oh, really? too. Well, someone commented on my thing, been like, oh, it's like this guy's name. I didn't come up with Too Elysee, Too Furious. My best mate <laughs> did. Because I hate naming things. That's okay, why this is called that. the Elysee Yeezy Show. So I'm not going to name it <laughs> Name things. it, yeah. So follow me there because the short form content is going to be on the third channel. Mm. The main channel was just going to be for the videos that bring in the big views for several reasons. Mm. If you watch the Kadikarus episode, basically I took his advice to heart. Mm. Um, so go follow me on that channel. I filmed a video for it and I'm going to put up on that channel about this book. Because uh, it just, there's certain things about it that really... Yeah, you said it was really harrowing. It's incredibly bleak. It's a very bleak book. But then there's particular imagery in some bits that for me was actually like genuinely, not saying in jest, mm. triggering. Because there's certain things mm -hmm. that I think of, certain like scenes that I think of and imagine day-to-day <laughs> -day life. And I'm not going to go into it too much. So I don't want to spoil the book for anyone that wants to go read it. Or yeah. But the way that this guy, the way that Kazuo wrote this stuff, it mm. kind of felt like... This is some of the stuff that I think of that is like kind of my oh really like fears like picked out of your brain. It felt like that. That's you scary. Know? And so I could imagine the imagery really well, especially towards the ending. Mm. And it just flipped me up. <laughs> it just messed <laughs> me up. It just messed me up. But yeah. my boyfriend, he was just being he he didn't make me feel stupid mm. or silly or invalidate me. He didn't make fun of me. He was just like clearly like you're having a bit of a day. <laughs> you had a reaction. You're having a reaction. Yeah. Something. It's like he did say though. Is this, is it actually sad or is it Elise sad? What's Elise sad? Sometimes, right? <laughs> here's, here's the thing. I feel like I'm quite open and honest about the things that make me cry, but I don't cry much. I'm not yeah, like Yeah, I don't really on... peg you for much of a crier. No, because I went through that whole era of being... Emotionless. Emotionless, distant, a robot. Mm. What's that? Sociopathic. Uh, from like the cocaine use because yeah. it just slowly yeah. me and my emotions there became such a detachment mm -hmm. because of the cocaine abuse well yeah. that's what I attribute it to sure I don't know if it actually is <laughs> I, I think so because as soon as I stopped doing that stuff I started getting emotional again being nicer to people yeah. basically my mean bitch era was yeah, during yeah. my coke era yeah, yeah. Um, so I, but I don't cry that much but sometimes there'll be like little things that get to me mm. that I find really <laughs> sad so he was like you know is this actually sad or is it like is it if if I because I was like please can you read this mm. so you can get it and he's like I'm gonna read it and he has started reading it but he said if it's just that some guy found a baby bird and then <laughs> it had a broken wing and he nursed <laughs> the wing like back to full health and then the baby bird <laughs> flew off and he never saw him again and that's why you're upset yeah oh he's he'd still be nice to me um, and he was spot on. That is exactly what happens. Can you imagine? <laughs> Just because sometimes, like, you know, in films, like, I, do, I don't like... <laughs> I don't like it in films when two people or creatures or whatever form a connection and emotional bond. Mm. And then it's like, and they never saw each other again. Yeah. Like, we watched this um, Korean, South Korean mm. film once called... It was called Taxi or Taxi... Dri no, not Taxi Driver. That's the other bloke. I think it's called Taxi. And... It was about a protest happening in South Korea and this taxi yeah. driver was taking this American, I think an American journalist along mm. with him. They were filming it and the atrocities and then it yeah. went all to the West because they were trying to um, hide what was happening with these protests and this revolution in mm. South Korea. I think it was like maybe the 70s or 80s, whatever. Um, but then at the end of that, he never saw, the, he never found out who the taxi driver was. And I was just like, that's, that's, this is sad. What are you on about? This is sad. This is not good. That kind of stuff gets me. You know, at the end of E.T., where like E.T. is just like, I'll be right here, but I'm never going to see you again because we live billions of light years away from each other. See ya, Elliot. Why didn't they make an E.T. too? Because <laughs> it's been bad. <laughs> it's like... been so bad. 
Uh, how long do you reckon before Hollywood makes an E.T. remake? Well, now you've given them the idea. Yeah. So Run me by check if anyone's going to make that. There was that advert on TV where mm. E.T. comes back and sees Elliot and he's got a family. And I was like, oh, it's nice that they did that, actually. That is, that's what nice. was that an advert for? <laughs> I don't know. I think Starbucks. Sky. Sky. <laughs> I think it was Sky. <laughs> The long-awaited <laughs> reunion that you've all been asking for since when did E.T. come out? Ages like seventies, maybe seventies. Oh, eighties. I don't. I, time. I was going to say eighties, but I didn't want to be wrong because, like, Probably I feel like I make 80s. myself look stupid enough on here. I don't need to add any more to it. Probably but yeah. the eighties because Drew Barrymore would have been about two or something. I love Drew Barrymore. Eighty-two. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so the long-awaited reunion you've all been waiting for since the 80s. Just in a random sky, a sky advert. Company. Yeah. Great. Can they even do that? Who has the rights to E.T.? I don't know. I don't know. Why don't you find out? Yeah. Why don't you become a lawyer? Maybe I should. <laughs> and sue Sky. Yeah. But you know what? I did actually think about becoming a lawyer once, but I just don't think like... Why? Well, a, I don't want to send people to prison. <laughs> B, I don't want to defend people who actually did something bad and I have mm -hmm. to pretend like, oh, maybe, you know, <laughs> if you know, you know. And yeah. I don't want to be like, oh, maybe not. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Um, Plus it's a lot of work. Yeah. So much and work. And studying and like yeah. lots of reading. And I don't read that good. <laughs> don't do reading. Yeah, exactly. So, But... Yeah. To go back to the point, yeah, where, I know what, what the point. I know what the point was. Yeah. We just have practice, all right. We've just not done this for a month or so. Yeah. So he was being really nice to me, and uh -huh. then he went to work the next day, and I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a good girlfriend and a good like future potential uh -huh. wifey, and I'm going to make a lasagna. Mm. I don't know what I had <laughs> in my head a lasagna, but I just thought, you know, it's, it's so stodgy. Is your boyfriend Garfield? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I don't think he has turned around to me and said oh I fancy lasagna ever <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you know what because it's a bit finicky to repair to repair to prepare yeah so I'm clearly making this with love, love effort um, yeah love effort like a like a what's it called like an Italian noddy like a grandma <laughs> yeah. you know like oh I share my love for all this food mm. and I'm gonna do this and be nice because I'm when I do cook I know that I'm quite a good cook mm -hmm. I do put up videos of me cooking sometimes and sometimes it's a disaster but you have to understand that is hammed up for comedic effect I'm not hopeless it's not real I've, I've not I've never cut myself ever like from chopping vegetables. Oh, really? Falling over stuff, yes. But I've never like cut myself. Falling from over stuff? <laughs> Falling over what? <laughs> the ground? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, got it. Like you <laughs> drop a piece of carrot and it just like wipes you out completely. <laughs> I trip over quite a lot if you don't okay. noticed. Um, I, I don't know. if I ha That is one of your like defining character traits that I have for you. I feel like I'm very clumsy because I feel like for a girl, I'm particularly tall. I'm 5'8". Mm. It's not the tallest. It's not the tallest. But, you know, a lot of girls that I know are a bit shorter. And so I was always like yeah. one, one of the taller ones at school. And I feel mm. like when you're that height, you kind of um like that height as if it's an impressive thing. But you <laughs> yeah. don't want anything to make you seem the odd one out. How's the weather up there? 5'8". <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is like five four or whatever yeah. but you don't want to be like the odd one out so like i find that when like you're a bit taller if you're a woman anyway mm. you tend to like kind of like sure. try and make yourself smaller, smaller. or whatever yeah. and then i feel and in like doing so you become a bit 
clumsy. Choke up a bit yeah. and clumsy and stuff because I'm just, I don't know, I'm just so focused on myself. Yeah, yeah. That I won't You're trying to keep all your bits and bobs in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> trying to keep it all a together. A lot of mental effort, yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> It's a constant battle. It's really hard being As me. a five eight person to not just overflow <laughs> everywhere and fill up the to... whole room. I don't want to make this podcast. This podcast is all about me, but it's re- it's just really hard being <laughs> yeah. me. Yes. That is really not. <laughs> <laughs> Moment of silence, please. I have self awareness. It's not that much difficult being me, but I think about myself a lot, and mm. I find lots of explanations and excuses for my terrible behaviour. Yeah, tripping over. I spend everything. a lot of my time doing that as well. Do you know? What? Sometimes I find that it's calmer because sometimes like, I'll be walking down the street and I'll be mm. feeling myself, and I'll be in like, like I'll be dressed like this, yeah. and be like, do you know what? I look the shit, and I'm the best person to ever grace this pavement. Mm-hmm. And when and I then have, you trip, when I have those thoughts, <laughs> is when I trip over, and it's <laughs> yeah. the universe being like, bitch. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying. You were to make- getting a bit too. <laughs> Too big for your Always. boots there. So I'm trying to make this lasagna, mm-hmm. you know, with like vegetables and vegan meat and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. I'm trying to make this lasagna. I get the pasta sheets, right? And I always mm. see the Americans uh, boil the pasta sheets or parboil them, whatever, before. Yeah. Because when I made lasagnas at school mm. and cooking, yeah. you would just put the dry sheets mm. on the layers yeah. and then it would cook in the oven. But I see Americans boil it. So I'm like, you know what? Fine, I'll boil it. That's your first mistake. Copying anything an American does. Most of my fan base is American. I dare you. They're going <laughs> to come kidding, after guys. us. They're going to be saying over You guys have a lot of good ideas. Um, yeah. It's just the execution. <laughs> Keep up I'm the joking. good work. I'm joking. Well done, America. Well done. Yeah, well done. Well, Greatest country in the world. Yeah, well, they got this one wrong, didn't they? Because I put half the pasta sheets in. Or you did. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm boiling them away. And then me being clumsy, or mm. just like an octopus, I'd knocked over the rest of the pasta sheets. They go on the floor. So yeah. I'm like, right, well, they've got to go in the bin now. And then I go back to the pasta sheets and they'd fucking... S- flipping stuck together. <laughs> oh, God. They'd all... Because they'd, yeah. I'd read, like, you know, make sure that you... um you twirl it with a fork mm. to make sure the sheets don't stick together and when i went to do that they already stuck <laughs> it together. was like instantaneous <laughs> like you took your eyes off the pot and they were immediately like <laughs> and also the pot wasn't like that big yeah so they were kind of like cramped around like folded on themselves oh, so then i quickly took them out yeah. and then it was like they were getting a bit hard so then i was like shit so i put them in cold water with some like oil yeah and i just let them sit in there for a bit in my mind i thought it would soften them more this sounds so stressful and then whilst i'm like you know cooking the stuff for the insides of it and we've yeah. not got any italian herbs and i'm like where the hell's the italian herbs we had a whole pot of it mm. how, how could it have gone oh this bloody house i'm always losing <laughs> stuff just yeah. chuck loads of what what googling what goes in italian <laughs> herbs <laughs> it's like oregano i don't have that who has that yeah basil oh don't have that yeah rosemary chocolate of rosemary. <laughs> oh my god okay nice. <laughs> to make up for that. that's a disaster and then i'm getting like the pasta sheets mm. and they haven't come unstuck they haven't mm. like fold like floated away from each other so then i'm meticulously for about a good 10 15 minutes slowly <laughs> peeling oh. peeling these pasta sheets away from each other oh. most of them were intact i did it mm. well took my time was impatient so much effort the last like two yeah so i've been all shredded up so i stuck them on the top because it don't really matter does mm. it um i in my head because like my the way i visualize time mm. is terrible yeah so i'm like oh it'll take me 
30 minutes to have a shower, do my makeup, mm. whatever. I'll film, whilst it's cooking, I'll film like my video in that time. Maybe film some TikToks as well. It'll be really productive. Mm. I'll film one video. Uh, my idea was when he gets home about like seven-ish, yeah. it'll be ready for him. We're like start- a good housewife. <laughs> I know, I was being really <laughs> nice, you know. So I just wanted to show my love and appreciation and care. Embrace tradition. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, he cooks a lot for me. Okay, that's good. Sometimes, you know, he did once. He did several times, actually. When I was asleep, he cooked waffles. And then he came into the room. He had the plate of waffles. He put them, like, near my face to wake me up to the smell of waffles. Oh, my God. Like I was Michael Scott in the I like to wake up to the smell of bacon (laughs) episode of The Office. Obscure reference. It's not. It's a very famous episode. People are like, you know that. Michael Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has like a George Foreman grill and then Mm. he accidentally steps in it and cooks his foot. Jesus, (laughs) that's painful. (laughs) Um, No, so he cooks me and does like all these nice (laughs) things for all the time. So I was like, right, Mm. you know, now I feel like I don't need to do a nice thing for a while because this was a big, (laughs) this was a big, nice thing and it was such a pain in the bloody ass. Three hour late lasagna. Yeah. (laughs) That's my good deed done for the next year. Literally at like 11 o'clock, we start eating this lasagna. I'm I'm trying to do time restricted feeding. I'm trying to eat between like eight and uh, between 12 and eight every day because Andrew Huberman, the neuroscientist, he says, and I don't have independent thought. I just follow anytime I listen to the yeah. Andrew Huberman podcast, I just like do what he says, basically. Like, some like, way to restrict my eating. <laughs> Sign me up. We don't talk about that. We've never mentioned that. <laughs> oh shit, do we not have we not? <laughs> no, I've never mentioned that. But it's not like that. You okay. know. It's like, am I trying to lose weight? Yes, but it always fails anyway. I don't yeah. have a problem. <laughs> I have these ideas of like, maybe if I just don't eat ever. And then two hours later, I'll have like a <laughs> vegan Mars bar. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the same kind of um, energy that I had as a teenager. Can't do it. Yeah, I, I know just, what you mean. I used to just not eat as a teenager. I don't know how I did it. Yeah. It how was, do you function? Exhausting. Like, yeah, it's, it's weird. Would go to school, go home, fall asleep. I feel like as a teenager, you must just not need food. No, you should eat a lot because you're growing. That's <laughs> just the that way is, we did it. <laughs> I, I feel like someone's going to like take God, that out of context us. and be like, yeah, I don't need to. Guys, everyone needs to eat. You do. Three don't meals a day have, at least. Don't have... Uh, breakfast, breakfast is a bit of a I con, don't eat isn't three it? three meals a day. Breakfast ever. is a con by the breakfast industry. Oh, start mm. your day off by eating a shit ton of sugar in a bowl. Oh. Brilliant. Yeah, big breakfast. Big, big breakfast, breakfast is, is going to be our big, big cereal. <laughs> Where was I? Oh god, I don't know. No, I'm doing the I'm doing the intermittent yeah, yeah. fasting thing um, because there's a lot. Then. There's actually a lot of benefits for your body, okay. and we would have mm. done something more like that when we were hunter gatherers. You wouldn't have eaten constantly throughout the day, and it's better for your blood sugar levels mm. and that kind of stuff. And yeah. also, I don't like waking up and eating in the mornings because it makes me feel a bit sluggish and weird for the rest of the day. It sets me up that wrong. Okay. You know? Not because I've got any issues. I have a lot of issues. <laughs> I mean, everyone knows I have body small. I have a lot of issues. Yeah. So, like, we're eating this bloody lasagna at 11. Yeah. 11. It's not acceptable. No. That's not within the registered time frame. My boyfriend had been falling asleep on the sofa. <laughs> the lasagna actually should have been in the oven for longer. It was cooked, <laughs> but it should have like browned off at the top and it hadn't done that. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I can't take this anymore. What you should he's... have done is woken him up with the smell of lasagna. Oh my God. <laughs> she texted you. Yeah. So I'm not making a lasagna again. I'm just going to stick to my good old After the pasta shoots started giving me trouble, I would have just thrown them away and just made pasta with meat, with mince. (laughs) Like, 
I would not have persevered like you did. Well, so like, that is commendable, I think. But I was complaining about it. I was, I the was entire I was, time. I was being like, I'm so sorry. I'm so so. I was being like really overly apologetic. Yeah. I don't know. It's because I've just been in that emotional state for a yeah, few days, yeah. you know. Um, I'm, I, I'm sure you made the whole ordeal really unpleasant for him. <laughs> No. I'm doing this nice thing of cooking you a lasagna and I'm going to complain Play about it the three entire hours time. <laughs> no, he just sat there playing Mario. It was fine. Okay, it was just kind of like, oh, me out yeah. or whatever. The lasagna will be ready when it's ready. <laughs> but it was good enough that he ate three big portions, three big slices. Nice. And I had two. It was bloody good and bloody okay. eaten for like six hours. I was hungry. Mm. Yeah. So that is my lasagna debacle. And you had worked really hard for that lasagna Thank as well. you. Thank you for the appreciation Yeah. being shown. So now you don't need to do anything nice for the next, I would say, three to five years? Ah, well actually, um, last year, this company came out with this, um, I don't know if it's 3D printed and I don't know how that works in terms of food, but they came out with this vegan tenderloin steak thing. Yeah. And I bought it specifically to make a video on it. Yeah. But at the time at the flat I was living in, in East London, my oven stopped working. So then I had Kesmotion and my other mate come round and we sat in my little garden and we barbecued this. Like, <laughs> and this was, at the time it was very expensive. It was like over a hundred. Really? It was like over a hundred pounds, but at <gasps> the time, yeah, for like a tenderloin like this. So you could get like a lot of portions out of it, but yeah. it's kind of like the first of its kind. Oh my God. You know, and it's like, I mean, how good was it? Because motion. We did it on a barbecue, yeah. but. Yeah, but it was very good for yeah, like a vegan, a vegan steak. It was like pretty much almost there. Like you guys were saying. Very close. 90% from a meat eater, 90%, you know. Why have we um, not heard anything about it? I don't know. It's called, I think the company's called Juicy Marbles. And it's like a vegan tenderloin steak. And okay. if you look it up, so at the time it was like a hundred quid. And I was like, I don't know if I put that on my company account. Cause if I did, I'll be in trouble because <laughs> I didn't make a video because we filmed it. Yeah. But then afterwards I just felt like, ah, oh, the audio is a bit rubbish and we're outside in my, in my like little courtyard area yeah. and the sun had gone down. So we had yeah, to like, yeah. move my light. And it was just, it was a I bit can of imagine a it being very gray. It was just a bit of a disaster, yeah. you know? And I was like, I can't be bothered. I'm not putting this on my channel. Sure. But, um, I saw a article about them again recently mm. and now you can buy like four steaks and if you remove the post and packaging which is like 15 euros yeah. it actually comes out to like six pounds per little steak so it's gone a lot cheaper wait how much how many steaks did you pay for well it was a tenderloin before so you could have made like I don't know I think more than I think maybe like six or seven portions but now it's okay. a lot cheaper so I ordered some so I'm gonna have a steak night at mine. Nice. Vegan steak night. Oh my God. That'll be a disaster too, no doubt. Nah, you'll, you'll nail that. How hard can that be? I'm gonna get Kes motion to cook the steaks. Yeah, that's a good idea. Former chef. <laughs> so those are all my culinary disasters and future culinary disasters to happen. Brilliant. <laughs> shall we actually, shall we, should we get onto the Reddit content? Should we bother? Yeah, We've got 20 I, minutes left. Have we only got 20 minutes left? Yeah, should we? Oh my we... God, I don't know. Should we? Shall we read one? Let's read one, yeah. see how it goes. All right, cool. Because I was looking at like the confessions page first mm -hmm. and oh my God, the confessions page is like kind of dry. Like yeah. it was always either like, I hate my parents or like, I want to have sex with my coworker. And it's like, this is all stuff that we all will experience. You know? <laughs> um, so let's see. Hmm. Okay, this is a good one. Am I the asshole for trying to lighten the atmosphere and be friendly to, and then this is all in caps, my own little sister? 
Okay. So I feel like there's already a general vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe my life has turned into this. I need outside perspective to make sense of what is happening. Some background. My family is a huge, in brackets, 40 people, joint family, three generations living sort of together. We own some factories and are in a construction business. We live in the same complex in adjacent buildings. Top three floors of three buildings belong to us. Can you imagine like all of your family just being like stuffed into like the top oh, three I know floors th- I know of a this building? One. I know this one. Oh three yeah, floors- you do? Yeah, Tories. yeah all the kids grew up together some of us are closer they all get along very well um and there's a younger sister and they used to play pranks on each other because there was so many kids Mm -hmm. um and usually like the biological siblings would team up together and they would target each other okay interesting um so they would mostly prank their little sister basically Mm -hmm. um they went off to college and their little sister who they'd always prank just stopped talking to them um didn't consider them their big brother was snarky sarcastic and rude um and after they moved she never contacted them didn't even like my insta pics which i think is particularly egregious actually (laughs) That's such a... You know your family relationships dissolved when they stop liking your Instagram photos. What a millennial new generation (laughs) thing to complain about. Who cares? (laughs) I know. Uh, My parents told me to give her space and a few years ago started saying my behaviour had adversely affected her. So she's just adjusting, which I should have raised objection to, but I didn't really understand. Why? Why have they raised mm. objection to that? Yeah, oh, here's the here's the consequences of my actions. My actions exactly. How dare you? Since coming back, Amy doesn't even look at me. I try to lighten the atmosphere by playing a mild prank that has backfired what tremendously. What could possibly on go me. wrong? So much so that I'm being called a bully and I'm not even allowed to be seen near Amy's room. Mild prank in question. I found a sheet of plastic and laid it on her bed and poured water and beer on it, creating a layer which would wet her if she sat on it. But it flowed down and ruined her carpet and the plastic holes in it. So her bed is ruined as well. Her room smells like beer now, but it's not like we're poor and can't afford new bed or carpet. Not only am I being called an asshole, I'm accused of bullying Amy and she is milking it for all she can. I'm her older brother, for fuck's sake. I need someone to tell me I'm not going insane. How is that a minor prank? A minor prank is something like swapping out the the sugar for the salt or whatever. Even yeah. then, that's like that's annoying. She that is annoying. Yeah, you're in someone's cup of coffee yeah. or tea or whatever. A minor prank is like hiding around the corner and jumping out. <laughs> yeah, I do that. Not a lot. making me my yeah same. <laughs> Not making my room stink of beer and like <laughs> I know. my ass being wet, and then I have to do laundry because I've sat in like water and beer. That and then my you have to get a new bed. bed. That's gonna. They they live in the in the top three stories. Yeah, beds gonna have to be taken all the <laughs> oh way up. Oh my god, that is so, that is hell. That's drama. Yeah. So I would say yeah, definitely the arsehole on that. But I when I was reading this, I was genuinely thinking like when I got to the end and I read that prank and stuff, I was thinking like this has to be fake mm. because do people really have that little self awareness where they think that like that's a good prank? Yeah, I would say that quite a lot of the Am I the Arsehole posts, even mm. though I like doing videos on them, but yeah. I'm very aware you have to take them more of a pinch of a massive handful of mm. salt, actually, um, because a lot of them probably are fake yeah. to be rage bait to then get mm. good karma on Reddit just by points, which yeah. I don't get. It's like getting gifts on Reddit as well. Like, it's mm. not a, I don't know, you don't, 
I've definitely it's read quite a few where anything. I thought like this is just like not real at all. Mm. <laughs> like I actually on the confessions Reddit, I read one and it was like, I female like twenty five. I'm straight, but I love um, like sucking my female friend's boobs and like I really enjoy it and stuff. And then everyone in the comments was like, a man definitely wrote this. Like, <laughs> Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all like, this is some like weird man who's like trying to live out his like fantasies on the Reddit confessions uh, board. Yeah. But you then know? you have to consider with the Emma the Arsa ones. If they're not, if that one isn't fake, yeah. then how did someone really type all of that out and not have a modicum of self-awareness yeah. to realise that, oh, actually, yeah, I am a wanker. Yeah. How, how does someone The bravery not... to just post it on the internet and be like, I'm sure people will agree with me. To have the confidence of a completely average bloke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely, definitely an arsehole. Yeah, I would say that's pretty, pretty ridiculous. Also, I, I don't blame her for not wanting anything to do with him. A prank. Mm, if the recipient is laughing, mm. yeah. then, then it's a prank. But then if the recipient prank, yeah. is feeling like embarrassed, ashamed, mm. or like bad, yeah. and doesn't find it funny, then mm. it's bullying. It's not prank. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like it if, shouldn't be like at someone's expense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if we have banter and mm. jokes and stuff and mock yeah. each other a little bit, mm. if we're laughing. It's fine. Yeah. Exactly. And if one of us got offended, then it's not a joke mm. and it should be yeah. rectified immediately. But I can't believe that person. Oh, she's only like me Instagram pictures. <laughs> yeah. So what? But you can tell that has really triggered them as well. <laughs> like what a thing to mention. Yeah. She won't even talk to me. She won't even <laughs> like my Instagram pitch. Okay. So <laughs> you don't understand people. I'm losing likes here. <laughs> I'm losing engagement. But you know what? I do hate the like prank culture mm. that like kind of like surfaced on YouTube because I used to get exposed to like a lot of that. I feel mm. like there was like a lot of there was like a big prank boom on YouTube. I feel like at some point and it was a lot of like boyfriends and girlfriends pranking each other. And it was like and everyone in the comments would like egg them on and it'd be like, who can like get the biggest pranks mm. on the other one. And it was like a war thing. And I'm pretty sure everyone who I used to watch who was like in relationships that did those pranks on each other. I'm pretty sure they've all broken up at this point. I think a lot of pranks on YouTube are fake as well. Yeah, probably. Do you remember people like Sam Pepper? Oh my God. Remember when he did that um, the prank? Kill, the shooting his... No, what? Who'd he shoot? Did you not do the kid? The hear about the kidnapping one? No. Oh my god! But this immediately, was so I'm thinking scandalous. without knowing anything about it, I'm thinking it's fake. So they confirmed that it was fake years later. Yeah. But a lot of people speculate that they they're not even sure if that's true because it was so like the reaction of the person was so real and they got like so much backlash for it. Mm. But they basically did a prank, Sam Pepper and this other guy, where they pretended to kidnap, well, they didn't pretend to kidnap this guy. They kidnapped this guy. They kidnapped their friend. Um, and then they faked, they had him like tied up to a chair, like on a roof with another of his friends. And they pretended to kill the friend. The guy like had like a bag on his head and stuff. And they pretended to kill the other guy in front of him. And it was like a huge, huge controversy i can't believe you don't know about this yeah that's not a prank that's called traumatizing yeah, yeah. someone for and years the, yeah and the guy was like screaming. did he pay for his therapy yeah 
He paid for his therapy. Yeah, at some point. It's the least he could at do. At some point, I think they came out and was like, we paid for him to have therapy afterwards. But then after, a long time afterwards, they were like, oh yeah, that whole thing was fake. So why would you say that you paid for their therapy? Well, I don't know, that's weird. What I know of him from is when he did this uh, prank in quotations yeah. where he had like a fake arm mm. and then his real arm was behind him. He was interviewing women in public and then yeah. he was using his real arm to pinch their bums. And then they were being like, oh, I'm getting offended and stuff. <laughs> uh, getting offended. <laughs> that's not the words <laughs> I meant. I didn't mean that. Like, well, do you know what I mean? Just like affronted. Yeah. Being like, wait, what was that? You know, yeah, and yeah. it's him. Something like, just pinched my arm. Yeah. Like yeah. what's going on? Looking around yeah, yeah. and stuff. And then he got massive backlash for that. Because, you know, you're like pinching people's bums about their consent. Touching yeah. people about consent, that kind of thing. Um, and then from that controversy, I remember him being like, the pranks are fake. Mm. But it's like, but are you saying that to save face? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially with with this enlightened yeah. one. You need to watch that because the original video was deleted, but I'm sure people have re-uploaded it. And it actually, was crazy. This connects to I briefly mentioned at the beginning YouTuber boxing, and there was another YouTuber mm. boxing match, and uh, I, I I quite like. I don't watch watch boxing, but I like yeah. watching people beat mm. each other up. Yeah. I, just, I, I, I like I don't know I like that kind of thing you know like mm. I like watching things like Jackass where they're hurting each other yeah. I like watching boxing I like the Rocky films mm. and the Creed films and that kind yeah. of thing I'm into that I mean I like Rambo as well mm. you know, watching people just <laughs> shoot each other I'm joking <laughs> yeah. yeah well there's something about isn't there there's something about action films and like kind of violent films that there's part yeah. of our brain that's like oh this is interesting and yeah, engaging yeah. I don't know why that is it's mm. probably something to do with our ancient DNA probably yeah probably um, so it was a YouTuber boxing match and it was largely a waste of time because mm. <laughs> they all are a waste of time yeah. but in one of the matches um, so like the headliners were Deji who mm. I have the biggest soft spot for mm. I don't want him to keep doing boxing because he just he keeps losing and it's disapp <laughs> yeah. he's disappointing himself mm. and you know, I have a soft spot for him Yeah, I think sometimes people are a bit too hard on him mm. you know because there's lots of videos of him on the internet reacting very badly to things that like his brother KSI yeah. has done and he's like really sometimes you can see him get really really distressed by certain things mm. it's like I don't think for his kind of audience he's maybe built up a thick enough skin to some mm. things you know and okay. I don't I don't know there's something about like seeing Deji get distressed like it just activates some yeah. sort of weird like like almost sisterly. Oh yeah. no, it's okay. It's okay. Like I'll take you under my wing. Should Deji's. make him a lasagna. <laughs> yeah, show my appreciation. <laughs> you tried your hardest at the boxing. It's lasagna that With took six hours to cook. Pasta sheets. <laughs> lasagna just made of like bloody spaghetti or something. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so it was him versus this guy called yeah. Alex Wasabi, who's this like LA influencer, who's mm. like kind of the most cookie cutter, like yeah. nice yeah, yeah, guys yeah. ever. And it was just, it was kind of a waste of time. Okay. But in one of the matches, Vitaly was mm. in it and he's a Russian YouTuber that mm. used to do pranks on YouTube. Yeah. His pranks were like- I think I've heard of this guy. Yeah, because his pranks were mental. And um, I know that he's had some controversies and like he's been in the news for stuff that like, let's just not get into that. Um, but he's kind of, I remember he did this video once years ago where he came out and he was like, all the other prankers are fake. They're all fake. I'm the only legit one. And he's like spitting. He's getting so, he, he added this video. I think yeah. it got deleted from YouTube. I don't think mm. you can find it anymore. And it's so funny. Cause yeah. it's just like, he's terrifying. Mm. He's like, he's huge. And he, he's he's like a Joe Rogan. He could kill me too. So, <laughs> okay. I'm, But I'm not gonna like make fun. Joe Rogan, he wouldn't. Like, come on, he'd probably find me funny. Vitaly, I'm yeah. not gonna slag off for because okay. he terrifies me. Mm -hmm. um, you should have seen him in this boxing match. He was like just, 
I don't, I don't know. It was like oh, watching God. a bear trying yeah. to tear apart like a picnic. <laughs> the other guy kept headbutting him, which is illegal. This yeah. guy headbutted him three times <gasps> and did not get disqualified. Mm. Meanwhile, this other guy, one of the earlier ones, headbutted this other boxer. Yeah. I don't know who these people were. Some guy headbutted another guy, disqualified immediately. Yeah. That was the end of the match. This guy literally headbutted Vitali three times. Didn't get disqualified. Oh my God. Bit of a... See, that's Sex. my problem, though, is I feel like if I was in a boxing match, like public boxing match, I feel like I would get so into it, I would forget that I was in a boxing match and I would just start, like, kicking them in the nuts and stuff. Yeah, so you can't do, do it. You've I mean? got to keep your head. You've got to be very disciplined. I'd start, like, pulling their hair. <laughs> you can't. Like, you got the gloves on. How are you going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'd take them off. <laughs> I'd throw them at him. <laughs> just, like, pull them off. <laughs> go for them clawing <laughs> his face this video that vitali did years ago mm. honestly like, i remember watching it and being kind of like sort of horrified but also just laughing yeah. because he's getting so mad he's talking about these other youtubers mm. he's saying like he's saying stuff that you can't say on youtube anymore okay. about how like he could, pranks are fake. he could he could the pranks are fake and he's the realest person so he could beat these other people up he could do more than that he could um he, he would like kill <laughs> kill these people what? chop their heads off like fuck their skull or, but i don't know if he but i'm pretty sure he did say that i'm pretty sure he said definitely said something about he's like a watching skull fucking. This, like i never said <laughs> that in my life <laughs> he's like, he's getting so mad in this video he starts spitting he like actually like actually be like you're a pussy Puh! spitting on the floor oh my god like oh i'm gonna fuck your mum like saying this guy oh, Wait, Jesus. who cares about the flips i'm gonna flip your mum <laughs> just like and i always remember this video because we're like, way loads over of, our swear word quota for the day loads of the commentary channels who i used to watch and still kind yeah. of do like pyrocynical mm -hmm. uh this russian youtuber called roman and the suit like the elias no fuckers uh they all did videos on it being like he is insane yeah. like is he okay yeah this is mad and then like because he's clearly got so much angry energy mm. So in a way, I think it's kind of good if he's channeling it through boxing. Into beating someone up, yeah. It's a good way to channel that kind of, because yeah. I think like to be a fighter, you actually, to, to be an actual fighter mm. and learn like a martial art or a boxing yeah. or, or whatever, you have to learn to be disciplined. Mm. And then you also, I think the best ones go around not starting fights because it's not about that. Yeah. You know, like you didn't hear about, oh, I, I never heard about Muhammad Ali scrapping with someone in an alley, you know? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like- <laughs> They're not supposed to use your powers for evil. Well, yeah, and also like there, there comes with it a, when you know that you're like really physically strong, there comes a self-assurance that you yeah. don't need to front and you don't need don't to need show to flex off. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like mm. it, I sometimes- That's watch... why I'm so like chill and- That's <laughs> why I'm so scrappy because I'm physically weak. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like a chihuahua you're barking at people. You're making up for it. No, I watch the, um, I like to watch those, I think Vice used to do them, those, uh, what these people eat in a day, but it's yeah. people like ballerinas or strongmen mm. and strongmen eat like 10,000 calories a day. And there's this one strongman, he's going around the shop in America yeah. and this old lady, cause he's huge. Yeah, yeah. Cause this guy can like lift a fridge. Mm. This old lady's like, oh my God, you're big. And he's just so nice and yeah. like conversational and personable with everyone. And yeah, that, yeah. I think that self-assurance comes from the fact that like, well, no one's going to mess with you. Mm. No one's going to try it. You're literally the size of an elephant. Yeah. Like you don't need to. Yeah. Sure. So I think in that case, it could be good for some of these people. Mm. But then like with the YouTube boxing thing, it just annoys me. Cause it's like, we've only got a few minutes left. Oh, this God. is, this is why it yeah. annoys me. It's like, well, they only wait until there's the big matches to mm. do a match. Whereas like an actual amateur boxer will probably do like 20 matches a year. Yeah. And then like the higher you go, the less you have to do. So mm. like the heavyweight champion, whoever it is, I forget their names, yeah. probably only has to do like one or two fights a year. Mm. Cause you're at that level. But these yeah. YouTubers, they're not, they're like, they're professionally training, but they're not doing- Are they though? 
Apparently, that's what they tell I, us. I, I feel like maybe they are now, but in the beginning, I'm pretty sure it was just like, let's go in a ring and like mm. be- throw punches at each other. Yeah, but they only wait to do these matches until it's these huge spectacles where they're mm. obviously going to earn like a lot of money from it, yeah. whether it's from advertiser deals or, or YouTube or whatever. Mm. But then no wonder the matches aren't of a good quality. These people in their spare in their spare time aren't doing like mm. a you know amateur match a month, like down the road at a gym. Yeah. Which is, there are people from my hometown and me and my friend laugh about, the, like, but again, it's that thing of like, these people could act, like genuinely kill us. Yeah. But it's so funny because it's like, we knew these people growing up hmm. there are a lot of people from my hometown for whatever reason who have become mma fighters really like bare knuckle cage fighters that oh kind God. of thing uh, like intense. their facebook posts are hilarious and they're terrified mm. like cause they, <laughs> they like you know how like muhammad ali had his like float like a butterfly sting like yeah. a bee i'm the great muhammad ali and it's kind of like oh that's nice but these people the stuff they put on facebook it's literally like i'm gonna kill you <laughs> and it's just like these aren't people using their powers for good but these people who are doing these mma mm. fights from my hometown yeah. were stacked and they're doing it like once a month whatever like a YouTuber boxer won't be able to last like a few rounds with them because mm. they're not putting in that yeah, little right. bubble. And that's what frustrates me. I feel like me. it's just for show, isn't it? Really? Well, exactly. And it's and like, that, it should be about the sport. It's yeah. frustrating. But that's why it does give me a kind of bad vibe and it always has because it just does feel like the YouTube like boxing fights are just about like ego yeah. and just being like, more masculine. Let's let's fight. Let's just fight for no reason. Yeah, and I don't see why it should be taken seriously. I don't think YouTube boxing should mm. be because ta- some people are talking about like I think True Doherty talks about how like it's good that it's been taken more seriously. But I don't think yeah. it should be because like Deji's done three matches and he's lost. Mm. Why isn't he not doing the the one a month down at a little local gym yeah. near him? Like, are these people thinking they're above mm. it? Because if they really care about the craft, yeah, then you should be trying to get in a ring as much as like physically yeah. you can. You're not without- putting the actual time in. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, Jake Paul, mm. how many fights he's done? Like, under five. Yeah. You know? Basically, you should be like a boxer manager. I think that's your calling. I would love to. I do like the Rocky Balboa films. <laughs> You'd be great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you Just so get much. in there and beat them up. <laughs> if you do well, I'll make you a nice lasagna. <laughs> yeah. How long you got? 10 hours? <laughs> They're like, I'm all right. <laughs> And that is all for this episode. I hope you enjoyed catching up with us. What the hell was that? I think it's quite nice. Look, I listen to a lot of Jackmates. And yeah. The best Jackmates episode are where it's just him, Stevie and Robbie yeah. chatting shit about nothing. Okay, great. Well, so let us know in the comments section if you enjoyed us chatting shit about yeah. nothing. We've got to go now because we're going to get kicked out. Woohoo! Overstayed our welcome. Remember to like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on Spotify, iTunes. Follow this channel, my main channel, my third channel. <laughs> follow K on Instagram. See you guys next time. Bye.